0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your
0: Christmas, everyone. I'm Glenn the Geek, founder of the Horse Radio Network and host of the Stable Scoop Driving and Horses in the Morning Shows. And you're listening to the annual All Hosts Holiday episode. It has become a tradition here at the Horse Radio Network for all the hosts of all the different shows to get together Christmas week for some fun, laughter, memories, and stories. So let's meet all the hosts of the Horse Radio Network in order here from number one original, Helena B. of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. This is four years, Helena.
2: Four long, torturous years (laughs) with me, (laughs) with you. It's wonderful. Happy holidays, everybody. I'm so happy that we made it to four years and we have so many new friends, hosts at the Horse Radio Network. I'm pretty stoked.
0: Yes. And we're going to meet them in just a moment. But first, we have to go to Alan Moorhead of the Western Radio Show. Hello, Alan.
3: Now, if Helena was number one, does that make me number two?
0: I guess (laughs) on this list, it makes you number two.
3: uh, shoot! That's I'm I'm number two. That's. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> Your wife has said that for years. Alan, yeah, I, so. I feel like a turd <laughs> now. <laughs> Tammy Serrant of the Western Radio Show. Howdy, Tammy. Hi, Glenn. How are you down there in Texas? I'm good, good. I'll be waiting on snow a lot longer than
4: y'all. That's for sure. <laughs> Celebrate my Christmas. That
0: is true.
3: Yeah, but y'all had snow last year.
4: That was last year, Alan.
0: Oh. <laughs> There's someone that's gonna be waiting on Snall longer than all of us, and that's Jamie Jennings of The Horses in the Morning Show out in Phoenix, Arizona. Hello, Jamie.
5: Oh my god, it's so cold. It is like 70 right now. I'm freezing. <laughs> she is a
0: good
3: No wonder you're, no wonder you're pregnant.
5: I know, right? <laughs> right. I, you know what? I'll tell you. Happy holidays, everybody. The worst part is that la- the last two years, by the way, this is going on one of my most consistent radio jobs ever. So <laughs> two years. Um, I've only been in radio for 12. So that's good odds right there. Um, but yeah, this is the worst part is that, you know, usually when we do this episode for the past couple years, at least Helena and I are drinking and now I can't drink.
0: And for those that don't know, that's because Jamie announced a couple of weeks ago that she is pregnant with her first child. Gonna
5: first and it. only. Don't say first. <laughs> <laughs> this is it.
3: How, do you, how do you know it's going to be your only?
5: That's right. Listen, I have controlled my ovulation for this many years. I can control it right after this, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, then we have... Returning you might end up with twins or triplets. That's
4: what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Returning to the all hosts episode after a brief hiatus, back on the eventing radio show, Samantha Clark. Hello. Hello. <laughs> happy,
6: happy Christmas.
0: Well, it's good to have you back, Samantha. Samantha was the host of the 2010, the WEG show that we did for a couple of years and then uh, was off for a while and back to the eventing radio show. It's good to hear you back with your with your lovely English accent, Samantha. <laughs>
4: But don't say anything about the Australian accent, Glenn. <laughs> it's good. We're all good.
0: <laughs> and then joining us right now, right across the table from me, is my lovely wife and host of the Horse Tip Daily Show, producer of the Horses in the Morning Show, Coach Jennifer.
7: Hi-ho, and I'm glad to see, Glenn, that we're 10 minutes into the show, less than 10 minutes, and you've lost and control already. And I've lost control already, already. yes, Yay. that's
0: true. <laughs> and you want to see losing control after I introduce the next guest. We're yeah, done. Well, well, that's yeah. why you
7: saved that person to <laughs> yeah, last. Yeah. The,
0: we got a couple more to go yet. Dr. Wendy Ying of The Driving Radio Show. Hey, Wendy.
8: Hi, Glenn. Are you saying I'm out of control already? Mm-hmm. It hasn't even started yet.
0: Well, if there's anybody that has worse ADD than me and there's not too many, it's Wendy. <laughs> so that's <laughs>
8: Too. That's and, why the driving
7: radio show is so fun and, and Wendy's down in Sarasota, Florida So we've got Texas, North Carolina, Rhode Island Florida, Florida, Florida
0: And we're about to have Canada. Kentucky
7: Hey, Ken- actually, you know what? You've
6: already got Kentucky, Kentucky
7: Excuse yep. me <laughs> Oh
6: yes,
0: right.
7: no, She's in England, Glenn, don't you know?
0: Right. Yeah, we're making believe <laughs> but Who's we,
3: in North Carolina?
0: We have Reese Kuffler-Stanfield of the Dressage radio show Another Rookie I know. Hi, everybody. Happy holidays. I'm excited to be here. She is from Lexington, Kentucky, not too far from us. And usually uh, when we lived in Kentucky, we'd get together about this time of year and do some fun Christmas stuff. Sorry, Reese.
6: Oh, I know. Sorry, Reese. What, you never Are asked me, right? me to do any fun Christmas stuff. Sorry, Samantha, you
9: should say. <laughs> We're going to have to go. That made me ride a camel last year. There is <laughs> photographic evidence of this. I rode a camel last year at the horse park. It was, it was great. It was fun. That was
0: fun. a dressage rider on a camel, Alan. Yep. That's what that was. Uh,
3: Did she jump anything? <laughs> no.
0: She's no, a dressage rider. Not, not dressage that day. Rider. They not don't that day.
9: Oh. <laughs> Working on it,
0: Alan. Working on it. Okay. And from the Arctic North up in the Great White Country of Canada, we have Philip Parks.
10: Merry Christmas, everyone! It's nice to be meeting everybody on the on the Horse Radio Network.
0: Quit being so freaking articulate, Philip. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
10: I'm sorry, that's just how we talk up here. I mean, yeah. remember they're always nice. That's they're always nice and that's how it
2: is on the dressage radio show. He's only part way into his first drink. Just give him like ten minutes. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> or ten more drinks.
2: <laughs> or ten more we'll spin off shows.
0: I don't know how it is on all the shows, but I I produce the dressage radio show on Thursday evenings and uh these two do drink every dressage radio show. Uh that's a little <laughs> It's not okay. even a hidden secret. They announce it at the beginning of every show, what they're drinking. So
7: <laughs> I I, th- I think we should take advantage of that and get, you know, Jack Daniels, four roses. We
2: they need to show up some money for that show.
0: Yeah. We need yeah. a- to some sponsors. Yeah. Like That's a, a Great yeah. idea. And I think they'll booze. send us
2: some free samples exactly. first, though, so we can <laughs> I know. you know
10: <laughs> we need be it's be Get pasting. some sponsor I
2: shots. Need it. <laughs> Ladies, I am on a show with
9: two gentlemen. It's a dressage show. Most of the time I work with ladies, but no, no, Thursday nights, I'm with the boys. And we and it's don't cut her any Club.
0: slack either, do we, Philip? No. No,
9: nope. they so, yeah, don't. Really
3: yeah, yeah, but the ladies still outnumber the guys on the Horse Radio Network. <laughs> that is
9: true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just did,
3: we did show up and shut up. <laughs>
9: Not on my show.
10: I haven't learned Alan, that yet. That's
9: not what happened. Yeah, that's not what happened on my show. No way. It's the boys. It's not
0: good. It's too much fun to get well, together. Let's, and- let's do some statistics to get us started. Uh, some new numbers from this year. We're in our fifth year now of the Horse Radio Network. Started uh, with the Stable Scoop show in August of 2008. So we've been around to quite a while. We've done over 2,600 episodes of the various shows over that period of time. Approximately, th- I, I, I I didn't sit down and count this, guys, so this is a guess. But I think we're right around 3,000 guests on this show. I think that's probably everybody that we that, that's in the horse world uh, that we could possibly get as guests uh, over a hundred thousand listeners in forty-two countries, and over two point five million downloads of all the shows over that period of time. Wow! Yeah, so there's there's some there's some big numbers there. It's starting to add up since uh, since Helene and I had our own little all-host show the first year. That's just with the number of the people at the horse world we
3: can get along with.
0: That's right.
3: <laughs> Those are the ones we like. For the next four years, it's going to be ones we don't like. So.
0: I, we normally start with questions, and I'm going to do that again today. I have a series of questions that we're going to ask the host, and we'll, we'll try and go around the table as best we can. We have a lot more than we used to. But uh, one of the ones that we never get to, because we all get talking and the show gets out of control, is does your Christmas Day, and I've had this one on the list every year, but we never get to it, does Christmas Day for you include horses, or is it a horse-free day? So is it, is it a horsey holiday for you, or is it a break from the horses? Let's start with uh, Helena.
2: Uh, Always a horsey day because Christmas day is sort of the down, like Christmas morning, you eat, you open presents, you do that stuff. And then the rest of the day, I'm out in the barnyard in my pajamas, feeding the horses their treats and, you know, getting on and going for a nice, long, quiet hack. It's very much a mental spa horsey day. Is
3: there a video of that on YouTube?
2: (laughs) I can can get one up there for you. That's what
3: we want to see. (laughs) Helena in her pajamas in the barnyard.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
7: That's I've a regular seen thing here. It's, it's, a, it's a sight to behold.
2: Well, now that Brody's here, he doesn't care what I wear. <laughs> Say, hop on, let's go. Where hey, are we going, post of
0: office? Tell Alan <laughs> yeah. about She's your on. new horse. He would be impressed. Who would be impressed? Alan would be impressed. You got yourself a Western-looking horse.
2: I did. He's a Western-looking horse. I don't know. He's kind of dressage too. He could be, like, spanish Oh,
7: He's a ranch pony. He's a ranch
0: pony. <sighs> fine <laughs> then, he, then he could be Spanglish
2: <laughs> he's Spanglish he's very <laughs> but he has that like crusty kind of neck and he he partially parks out when he stands around you know he's got that one leg that he kicks back and he looks very GQ he's a dapper kind of guy maybe
8: he's part Tennessee walker
3: Rack mm-hmm. on, boys! Rack on! Yeah. Get a spot on the rail, grab a deep seat, take a handful of mane, and rack on, boys! Ah,
0: oh, you've said them. You've never announced one of those shows, have you, Alan? Yeah. Hey, Alan, uh, do you do you ride on on Christmas Day, or is that your day off? Horses. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
3: goodness.
0: <laughs> it's a
4: uh... western show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. We uh and it's one of those kind of things, just like Helena says you get up, you eat breakfast, and uh you swap all your gifts and things like that and uh and the horses appreciate it being a horsey day because they still have to be fed and all that kind of stuff so yeah we 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 uh we still do with the horses on on Christmas Day
0: do they get a special meal? do you break ma- brand mash for them that day No. Oh.
3: every meal for my horses is special. <laughs>
0: I knew that was going to be an answer.
5: You're asking the wrong guy of them. This show.
3: (laughs) We we've we've got one of those feeding schedules that avoids calling. It's not very. It's just. It might be eight o'clock one evening. It might be seven o'clock one evening. It's always kind of close, but it keeps that gut guessing and wondering when it's going to be there. So it works.
0: You don't like. I've never had a problem with calling. Well, Tammy, now you're back to riding a little bit since your accident, aren't you?
4: Oh, I don't even go there alan trust me i'm gonna be if i can That's ride beautiful. and it's not cold uh i'm gonna be riding christmas day because uh Yay! i i had some Yay! bad news today i'll be out of the saddle again next year oh no so uh yeah so when christmas comes i'm gonna ride every bit i can before disaster hits again
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not riding that little mini pony you bought i hope
4: you know what i'm excited i have a I have this little sulky that I bought and you know you think when you order it that it would come pretty much put together but it's it's definitely it come
7: from Ikea like
4: this really bad yeah furniture piece you got without instructions so um, anyway hopefully I have my little cart put together for my miniature and go jingle belling around well, Christmas you know, Day. Wendy's,
0: <laughs> Wendy's gonna be coming to Texas in the next week or two maybe she could help you get that together
4: Yeah, yeah, don't tell her what my miniature pony did the first time out. (laughs) No, wait a minute, Glenn. What did
0: your miniature pony do the first time out?
4: Did I tell you, Glenn? No. Oh, yeah, everyone's like, get a miniature horse. You know, you can't afford to get hurt. You've got a head injury. Get a miniature horse. Yeah, this miniature horse ran off with me through the cornfield with the cart (laughs) on. We were all doing really well going down the road until we turned into the cornfield. And then the little cornstalk things kind of got into the spokes of the wheels. And you know when you're little and you put your into your tires to make that sound? that Yeah, 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 not so good for a little pony.
8: Yeah. Don't listen to those people. The littler the pony, the more difficult it is to drive. That's why I don't drive ponies. Oh, my God. I even thought about
4: bailing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah so that day he stayed at the trainers i brought an empty but, trailer home
3: <laughs> but in all that in safety you did have your helmet on
4: well actually i didn't
0: expect that to happen alan <laughs> <laughs> i need an airbag as well now my cot. <laughs> jamie are you uh doing horse wait see now jamie's being bad too because her doctors told her okay you're preggy now you have to stop riding and ask jamie if she stopped riding you stopped riding well, Jamie.
5: If you were to ask me, I would say, absolutely, I stopped riding. I would never go against doctor's wishes. But then to tell you that I did a three and a half foot jump school yesterday on jet and the day before I took my off the track thoroughbred through his first jump course ever, I would I would be lying (laughs) if I told you that I quit. So, um, yeah, I'm not behaving. And as far as Christmas Day goes, you know, I'm kind of having one of those years where I am boycotting traveling to go see my family or my husband's family. So we are staying home and we will probably make a point of going for a ride together on Christmas day. I can think of nothing better.
0: There you go. I figured you would. If you were staying home, you ride. I know (laughs) that. With my helmet. (laughs) That a girl. Samantha, did I hear on one of the shows that you're starting a Fox hunt again?
6: No, my daughter is Fox hunting. Oh
0: really? Yeah. Yeah
6: and she is loving it and i did go riding the other day but we'll be in england and i probably won't ride although there'll be lots of horsey things going on around christmas but christmas day i won't be riding
0: so what's uh, christmas day like for you in england with the with the family is it is, is it like lots of
2: drinking, <laughs> lots
0: of drinking. <laughs> no, like year, no.
2: and that's different from tonight how Lots of
6: drinking, and then um, lots of racing, lots of jump racing on the TV, um, lots of, we might go to the Boxing Day meet, the day after Christmas is a big fox hunting day, um, so we'll just go and watch probably, and then come back and drink more, and watch racing on the TV, and um, it'll be fun.
0: Tell us about Boxing Day, something we don't do over here too much.
6: Um, oh it's just God. the hangover I'm from Christmas. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we have that in Australia. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a
0: Canadian day. thing, too. So if you have an English accent wow. or a Canadian accent, you do Boxing Day.
4: Or Australian. So.
0: Or Australian. Yeah. If you're anybody so but American, apparently, you, you, do, you do, do Boxing Day.
4: It's a Commonwealth thing.
0: Okay, Gotcha. If you
4: have a Prime Minister, then you do Boxing Day. <laughs> <laughs>
10: Absolutely.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Here, here. Well done.
3: (laughs) Well, I guess we're about to be where we can do that in America then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wendy, are you driving uh, your ponies on that day?
8: Um, I'm either driving or we're going to go for a bareback trail ride around the neighborhood. But um, either way, it's going to involve mimosas.
7: <laughs> <laughs> is 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 the man coming along or is, is Oh yeah, he's coming along. So I, I want guessing. video of your man riding bareback with mimosas around the neighborhood.
8: The first day he was initiated riding bareback. So he's a good bareback rider.
0: There you go. Well that's so, great.
8: That's what she but, said. But the, um,
0: By you know, the way, Wendy doesn't need a holiday. Wendy doesn't need a holiday. We went down and spent the weekend with her about two weeks ago. And the drinking does start around 11. It's guess it's 5 somewhere because uh, That's right. it, no holiday needed. She's
8: an international woman. If
0: there's one group Look, that she knows to,
8: lives in Sarasota, okay? So it's 5 o'clock somewhere in Sarasota every day.
0: If, if there's one group that drinks more than uh, dressage riders, it's the drivers. Sure. They actually take breaks in the middle of competition to drink. It's it's required. It's, e- it's
3: easier to carry a cooler on a wagon than it is on the back true. of a horse. Yeah,
0: you got you got space for a six pack. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of drinking, Reese, how are you?
9: Oh, gosh, you bring it up. No, <laughs> I'm great.
0: So what about Hanging you out. on the holiday? You have a you have a family right there in town. So I know you get together with family.
9: Yeah, I do. And you know what? We make sure the horses get fed and then we kind of do our, our normal thing. And then um, I, I usually feed Christmas evening. So and then we head over to my mom. So typically by the time we see my husband's family and then get get back and then I feed, there's kind of no riding time, but there's lots of treats
10: for sure. Pets.
0: And Philip, is there uh, is there snow up there on the ground?
10: Uh, actually, no, not yet. Really? We we did. I mean, it has snowed, but it's not. It didn't stick around. So, uh, so we haven't got the Christmas feeling yet. But I'm sure it's
0: coming very soon. Yeah, that was one thing about Canada. You know, it's coming soon.
10: Yeah, it's soon. it's always coming soon. It doesn't matter if it's in the beginning of August. It's always coming.
11: soon. <laughs> I was just
0: that. It doesn't matter if it's June. It's coming soon.
10: We never get to pack away any of our any of our warm clothing or anything. It stays out all year. So, so it, do you it's guys fine. do the
0: horse thing in Canada on Christmas Day.
10: Um almost always, except for probably this year. I, I like to go out to the barn and, and see the horses, give some treats. Mm-hmm. Not any serious riding, but I think we're gonna go and uh, and visit visit family. So uh that's not gonna be this year. Somebody else will have to do it for me. Phillip what is- part of Canada are you in? Oh, yeah. I'm close to Toronto and so oh, okay. right right in the middle.
0: And uh Philip is our, our most recently engaged host. Yeah,
10: yeah, that was my big thing this year. Yeah, pretty yeah. exciting. So You know, I thought I would be able to just, you know, get the ring, get engaged, and then just sit back for a while. But uh, it turns out there's a there's a lot of planning involved.
9: (laughs) Ladies, I've been telling him this the whole time, and he didn't he didn't listen to me. But I've been telling. I was like,
10: nobody needs my input or or what. But um, it's actually Uh been pretty busy. So uh, yeah, it's not as fun as I thought.
2: Oh yeah, cool. so. yes, right. just from, here.
0: Here. Yes. Yes, that's down cool. from there. Yeah, I thought I had to
10: make my last decision and that would be it. But uh, turns out there's more and more and more. <laughs>
0: Let's take a break here. We're gonna be right back with the question I I'm gonna ask all the hosts, you can think about it over the break, what's your most memorable episode from this year on your respective shows? So we'll be right back. Happy Holidays to all the listeners of the Horse Radio Network from your friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Kentucky Performance Products cares about the health of your horses and knows you do too. May you and your horses and ponies have a very happy and healthy holiday season and a fun equine-filled new year. From all of us at Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Happy Holidays, everybody! We're back here at with on the Horse Radio Network with the all-hosts holiday episode that we do every year for Christmas week. And I want to ask everybody, what's your most memorable episode from this year? Let's mix it up a little. Let's start with Samantha. You did some traveling this year. You were in England, and you were all over the place this year. But what was your most memorable episode that, with the eventing radio show?
6: Glenn, I was so embarrassed. I can't. Honestly, I have the worst memory. And... <laughs> you've got me a really bad week and a really bad day actually i love all the episodes i do and all the people i speak to are wonderful and i'm not just blowing you off but um honestly i just recorded this week's tonight and um that's (laughs) i can't can't really remember any of them except for the last one i did (laughs) So I'd have to say this week's with Doug Payne, um, who's always fantastic. And he co-hosted with me and we talked to eventing nation, John, who wrapped up the convention for us. And, um, honestly, every, every show I do is great. I mean, not as, I don't mean it like that. Every show <laughs> I do is great.
11: <laughs> <Yeah>.
6: <laughs> but I mean, there, I love, I enjoy every single one and all the guests. I mean, I couldn't pick out one single one, um, it's it's really fun. Everything, everyone is different, and every guest is is super. And I, I honestly couldn't single out one.
0: All right, very good, <laughs> uh, Jennifer. Do you have one from this
6: I,
7: year? I do for horse tip daily. That's tough because they happen so often, and it's such a wide variety of of guests. But um, two of the tips that I did this year with Darlie Newman from Equitrekking, uh, one was on ranch vacations dude ranch style and the other was uh riding in national parks both of which are on my bucket list so those two kind of stood out for me that in the horse tip daily
0: and she's a lot of fun she's a terrific guest and uh, how about uh, reese you're you're early into this but uh, you've done enough episodes to maybe have a favorite by now
9: yeah, honestly, my favorite episode, I was so nervous because it was very early on. We we took over the show, I think, in June, and we interviewed the U.S. team right before they went to London. And wow. they were great. They were so fun. We had um, Stefan and Tina and Jan and Adrian, and they were on different shows, but they were great. I really, really enjoyed those shows. So I uh, got over the nerves, and and they were fun. So that that would been been my favorite for the year.
0: And they started off with a bang too, because that was soon right after you took over the dressage radio show that you had all those big names on, and uh, it was very soon after you started. So it's nothing like you guys starting out with the bang there. Yeah,
10: that was a <laughs> that was a great show, but they were all so good. You know, you get the experienced guests. That was fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's nice to have guests that say more than yes or no, huh, Alan? Uh,
10: Absolutely. Alan
0: can make anything work, Glenn. He does. He does. That's why I picked him out on that one, because you guys on the Western Show, you have had some guests, I will say, in the past that have been very yes or no, not offering much. And Alan just has this art of pulling it out of them.
3: I deal with cowboys every weekend. So I see, yep. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Tell us about that horse. He was a nice and yep. <laughs> you know, it's, you just got to get into some things to kind
0: of uh, open them up a little bit. You ask, you ask them some. About steak? Yeah, it starts about food. You do do that a lot. I noticed. Oh
3: my gosh! On <laughs> our
0: show? No. Now, Philip, I, I assume I that was also your favorite. Shot. Before we go away from dressage, I assume that those shows were your favorite also, or? Um, yeah, they were my favorite shows. I think
10: probably my most memorable show was probably what was it one or two episodes before that when I started, and I just thought like. How am I gonna do this? What am I you know, what has Reese got me into again? Um, <laughs> you know, for her to call me up and say, How about you give this a try? I was like, I'm gonna be terrible. And I think that I pretty much was. So, you know, that was pretty memorable. But uh a little we got rough over in it. the beginning. Yeah, it was so rough in the beginning. But we got over it and uh and then that yeah, the show with the Olympians was uh, was great fun. We we had a great conversation with all of them, so it was good. Very good Did Canada have an Olympic equestrian team? Of course. What oh, are you okay. kidding? <laughs> don't don't
0: I, we usually <laughs> win the rain in two or burn. burn? Never mind, Alan. What what about you this year? You, you you know you did a lot. You interviewed a lot of guests this year.
3: It might have been that one show that we talked about food. <laughs> <laughs> That comes up on every show somehow or another. I don't know. I don't know. I guess if you look back on the year, we've had a lot of great ones on this year. Episode 91, Stacey Westfall. One of the ones that was really special to me was uh, episode 95 where we had little Emily Eford a uh, young lady from over in Texas that I watched grow up on the back of several great barrel horses and came up through the WPRA junior ranks and uh and right after stepping out of the juniors uh she won and is the current rookie of the year of the WPRA uh and the NFR as we recorded this uh, the Ringling National Finals Rodeo is going on right now and uh and a couple of nights ago there in Thomas and Mack in front of uh, some eighteen, twenty thousand 20,000 people. She was crowned as the Rookie of the Year in that. And that was just kind of special to me. But I think 121 uh, was probably, to me, my favorite show of the year because we talked to Tom Perini of the Perini Ranch uh, there in uh, Buffalo Gap, Texas. And it's the Perini Ranch Steakhouse, by the way. And uh, it's because he served many presidents. He served uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, uh, Jing Jinping of China. And, uh, it's just cool that, uh, and I, I've eaten there before and it's, uh, it's really delicious steak, really delicious food. And, uh, I, I enjoy that show the best of all so far this year. You I'm and a Tammy
0: hold the record for the only ones on the Horse Radio Network to do an entire show about steak.
4: <laughs> yep. uh, you know, I found that guest just for Ellen. I didn't tell him. I was, I actually got online and I'm like cowboy cooking Western food, and this guy pops up with this book, and I'm like, I really recognize that book. I'm gonna get him on the show just for Ellen.
0: <laughs> it was a good yeah. show too. I enjoyed it.
3: That was that's, <laughs> that's how I mean that's how I book my rodeos that I announce wherever I go. If they don't have a good place to eat, I don't go back. <laughs> I mean, it's you shouldn't. It's, it's
0: all about the food. Tammy, what about you? Um, I, you know,
4: I, I've enjoyed a lot of shows, and I, I think the one that really kind of sat with me for a long time was a recent show we did with uh, Barbara uh, Schulte. She came on and talked about um, the psychology of winning, and I think I, I enjoyed that show so much. Uh, I hate to say it, Glenn, but almost for selfish reasons because it made me think about – Why I want to win, and that was kind of the psychology behind being competitive and who you are. And I kind of got off that show and and just thought about it for for a long time. And that run really made me look at myself and Mm -hmm. kind of list the reasons why I want to win. And this year, I've kind of really kind of had to look at at the sport and myself and my attitude and try and be you know try and be uh, cool through all the life's ups and downs this year. And that show really um it's probably the show that stuck with me the longest and really made me think barbara is such an amazing lady and y- you won't meet a sweeter person than her so um that's probably my favorite show
0: well let me uh, not le- or let me not fail to mention that uh, somebody else got engaged this year Tammy
4: congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> congratulations <laughs> <laughs> yeah and now didn't like see that coming did you <laughs> i was kind of being quiet the first time around
0: <laughs> you didn't think you were gonna get off that easy did you
4: <laughs> yeah i did i was kind of quiet about it for the longest time but um you know and then this this head injury has been such a spanner in the works because you think oh you want to look so pretty and you want to get the perfect dress and now I'm going in for surgery um, in January on my head. I'm going to shave a bunch of my hair off, and I sit around the house and get fat all year. So it's kind of not what I had in mind for my <laughs> for planning anything like that,
0: Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> you know Hopefully what? But the hair will grow back. <laughs> I know him a little bit just because of you, and uh, you know, I've talked <laughs> to him before, and he doesn't care. So you found a good guy.
4: He when did. they say in sickness and in health, that normally happens after the wedding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wendy, how about you this year? We had some fun shows over in the Driving Radio Show.
4: Well, Glenn,
8: my most favorite episode this year was our most recent with Barry Dickinson.
0: Yes. About
8: the sleigh bells.
0: I just edited it. <laughs> I,
8: mean, I talk to Barry, like, at least once a week because I just love talking to him. And um, he... Is just a wealth of knowledge. And in our driving world, there's like competitive driving, that's one side. But then a lot of driving is traditional. And that art is kind of lost because people don't write about the art of driving anymore. So this is all passed down by like verbal tradition. And Barry is like our last, you know. Um, hope for that. And I just, like, anytime I have a turnout question or anything about history or tradition, I ask Barry, and he knows how people lived and what their lives were like in, like, 1890. You know? And this, our last episode with Barry and the sleigh bells, you know, I only thought they were just, like, jingly sleigh bells, but they have, like, meanings to different things, and it's about your community, and it just opened up a whole... Another aspect of sleigh bells and driving and community for me that I never even considered. And I, I love that about our shows that you kind of go in thinking we're talking about sleigh bells and then you talk about something that's so completely different.
0: I, I enjoyed that one, too, and you can find that one at, at the Driving Radio Show website. And he actually had a bunch of different sleigh bells there that he played for us to show us the differences, and, and it was very interesting to hear about the 1800s and how they were used and why. It was very Gary's interesting.
8: a time traveler. He
0: is a time traveler. <laughs> yeah. And when you listen to him, you would guess that,
8: too. Um, Especially like how the sleigh bells, like, he, you can't, he said, it's silent. You can't hear anything when they're snowing. Right. And then... You hear the bells and you know that family has those bells, so you know who's coming down the road. Yes. Every- and, and I think that's something that we've lost in our modern day society, but it's so important to feel a sense of your community. And I really love that.
0: Jamie, how about you on Horses in the Morning?
5: Wow. Um, you know
0: We had a I, lot of episodes every day.
5: <laughs> we ha- we have a lot of episodes, but I, I gotta say it was just a couple weeks ago that we talked to the you know, but remember, Helena, uh, you and I did the episodes. excuse me, Brett, sorry,
3: what was his favorite episode? Yeah.
0: <laughs> he was with us the most of them.
3: I think he disagrees with you on that one.
2: <laughs> Just make him a host already. Got <laughs> her guinea pig. <laughs> uh,
7: uh, so, <laughs> she has him under a pillow. <laughs>
4: Smother the puppy. <laughs>
0: what is she doing?
5: I don't know. <laughs> but back to this before I was rudely interrupted by my dog. Um so uh, remember Alina uh, and I did an episode that we did with Madeline Pickens and it was kind of a two-part episode and it was just so inspiring to talk to a woman that was so passionate about the plight of the Mustangs and so empowered. Well, we got to talk to another woman who was kind of doing the same thing. Uh, her name is Ellie Phipps Price and she owns Dunstan Winery uh, and she created because she heard of a a 170 Mustangs that had left their reservation and were captured and were being auctioned off. And this is not a BLM auction. This is these horses are going to Mexico kind of auction. And she shows up and bought every single one of them and created the Montgomery Creek Ranch Mustang Sanctuary in like maybe like Northern California area. And just is the most incredible positive woman. And which, that was, I think that was my favorite episode. It was on um, Fe- uh, November 12th. So, so just if you want to get inspired by a woman, that is the episode to listen to. And I love awesome women that are just making stuff happen,
0: you know? And as a side note, she makes really terrific wine too. I
5: just, you know, she did send it to me, and I have to wait. That's probably what made
0: her buy all those horses.
5: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Too much wine. <laughs> but she, she's just awesome, and, and it was a really fun episode to talk to
2: her.
0: Helena B of Stable Scoop.
2: Well, I have like three favorite episodes, but parts of each. So I think of course my you favorite. Do. <laughs> I know I'm never simple. That's why he left me for last. The the my favorite episode, like my favorite. Okay, learning-wise, something that I learned was um, when we talked to Karen Chatton. She was the endurance rider, and um, I think we called it The Long and Shiny. <laughs> the, the episode title was The Long and Shiny. And so I we really got an in-depth look at the partnership between um, horse and rider and competitive endurance riding, and... I just and, – and Arabs and how well-suited they are for that discipline. So I think I learned a whole lot from that and came away with a greater appreciation for that particular discipline. Um, one that really surprised me that I, I didn't think I would like as much as I did was the interview with Josh Lyons. I, I mean to be honest with you, I kind of thought maybe he would be sort of riding on his dad's coattails. But um, I was really impressed with his training philosophy, how articulate he was, how down-to-earth he was. How warm. Um, I thought so. So that was kind of like the biggest surprise. But then my favorite all time segment <laughs> was when we learned about um, remember when Adventures <laughs> with Sissy, when her, her dog got out oh. and ate yes. the wedding cake?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. This, <laughs> this person's dog actually got out of the yard went to a neighboring park where they were... It's a
2: retired foxhound, though. It was oh, It's a retired right. fox, two retired fox... No, no, a retired foxhound and, a, and an, aged, an aged Labrador Golden retriever. Labrador retriever.
0: She, they broke out of the yard. They went to a neighboring park where they were having a wedding, and uh, the wedding party had not arrived at the tent yet, right, where the reception was. That's right. That's right. No Are way. They received- yes, they did. <laughs> well, they, they did could- not. They did so. When they found That's the dogs, the cake was half gone. That's awesome.
2: Well, she was out hunting. She was out hunting and got a call from like a ranger or the state park police or something. And you now she lives in the park. There's a, this beautiful old house and it's, it's in the park. And they also, we hunt through the park. And then there's um, there are a couple of buildings that they they actually use for weddings and stuff like that. So So the hunt's out there. They're riding through. This wedding is getting set up. The hounds are supposed uh, to be safely well tamed. Welcome, contained. Bride
0: <laughs> See what you have to look forward to, Tammy and Philip?
10: That's unbelievable.
11: Yeah. 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 Note to self that would be a date
10: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, don't be do running receptions outside in the park without somebody guarding the cake. That's the rule of thumb there. Oh,
4: man. She's playing guns at my wedding.
3: <laughs> Ellie's probably going to be in your wedding. <laughs>
4: She's going be the flower
0: girl. That's true. <clears throat> she can carry the rings up. <laughs> I think, you know, with mine, I think uh, I have so many with so many different shows. It was tough uh, to pick this. <laughs> I, I, I did wedding, one. and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I did one this year that, that was kind of serious that ended up being my favorite because I spent a lot of time on it. We got a lot of input uh, through voicemails and things from listeners, and that was the 9-11 tribute that, we, that I put together this year. It took me, you know, a couple days to put that together and really make it as special as I wanted it to be. And we had a lot of contributions about what 9/11 meant from 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 hosts and from listeners that called in. And I just think that that was the one that uh, re- really stood out because I was really proud of it. And I've never cried so much doing an episode in my life. Uh, that one was one of the toughest things I've probably done. But I, I, I was proud of how it came out, and it seemed like uh, people did enjoy it. So I think that that's was, a great show. Yeah, that was one of my uh, favorites, and I think that will be replayed every year. Well, let's take a break here. We're going to be right back after this word. One of the things we count on here is our sponsors. So we thank all of our sponsors for being part of the show. We're going to be back. Okay, hosts, I want you to think about the following question The most memorable thing you did this year personally? That's uh, personally not necessarily related to the shows. We'll be right back.
5: Hey there this is cat with draper therapies wanting to wish all of the horse radio network listeners a very merry christmas happy hanukkah and happy holidays we wish everybody the best health and wellness out there and hope that you guys have a great 2013 from all of us at draper therapies drapertherapies.com
0: Well, we're back here at the all hosts episode on uh, this holiday christmas week and uh, i wanted to ask everybody we'd like to learn a little bit about you personally as well what was the most memorable thing you did this year personally let's start in canada with philip
10: well i think we're gonna just have to go right back to uh to the proposal i mean it's uh something that took a long time thinking about we had been dating for I think about six years now, something like that. And uh, I didn't know that I'd ever be ever be doing that or, or get myself in that situation. So I'm really lucky and uh, I'm glad that uh, that this is the year that uh, we did it and we're going to get married next year. So that'll be uh, my next year's answer already ready.
3: <laughs> how, how, now, now, whoa, whoa. How, how did you propose? How did you propose? Did you do it the old-fashioned way, down on a knee in a restaurant or something? Or did you take her to a, a ball game and buy time on the big screen
10: or <laughs> Uh, we did a private. I mean, we were kind of private people, so I, I did do it down on one knee, traditional traditional way. I mean, I talked to her dad and everything about it, and uh, we just you know got together as a kind of a special evening, and uh, and I proposed to her, and uh, I thought I, I thought I did a pretty good job, and she said yes, so I think it worked out okay. <laughs> yeah, I've always
3: wondered about that other deal. Like at the ball games, when they put it on the big screen and stuff, they have the cameras on. What if she says
10: no? Yeah, well, She's I thought I saw one. Counter. I think I saw one this year where the guy happened. had done that, and the girl was gone in the bathroom or to get a hot dog or something. And I think he paid all kinds of money to get it, and then she missed the thing altogether. Yeah, and they had to redo it or something. I don't know. So I think it's going out. It's going out on a limb. That's her that story.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, congratulations. Is she a rider, Philip?
10: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had her on the show. Well, yep. Which episode was that? So, Very good. Is that where it started? But, that's where it started. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's really fun and, uh, and a great rider. And uh, we share lots of riding experiences together. So
0: it's fun. Look how romantic the dressage riders are. Oh, <laughs> <knew it. laughs> Reese, how about you?
9: Oh gosh, I, that that's a hard one. We you know, here at the barn, this was my kind of first year where we I had to get used to taking a herd to the horse show. I mean, literally <laughs> there was a lot of times where I took a lot of horses to horse shows and that was my first kind of big year that this that my farm was open and that I would take mass quantities to the horse show, but we really did. We had a great year and um uh, I coached the young rider finals for the first time. That was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, just, just, just busy. It was kind of constantly busy around here and that was a good thing. So we had a really good time. And uh, next year I think the herd has grown even more. So <laughs> gone are the days of the quiet horse show.
0: Well, thanks Reese. How about uh, Jamie, I'm going to go to you next. And uh, can I make a guess at what yours is other than the baby? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I, I, well, we'll exclude the baby here. And yeah, I that's think, so obvious. I got yeah, it. This so
5: was not my first pick, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Huh.
0: Huh. Somebody, el- somebody else's baby, probably. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: Jamie's. Your yours guess, has to be a little trip you took.
5: Well, you know, I was trying to think of of uh, of an answer, and I'm supposed to say the the whole getting pregnant thing, but you know, whatever that 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 that's not. I don't count that one. So. Uh, I, then I was thinking, okay, I got to go to Spain, which was absolutely amazing. A lifetime dream to get to go to Spain and ride Andalusians and, you know, in south of Spain. Wow. It, was, it was so amazing.
8: That was great. Um, and getting knocked off, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, right?
5: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that you know that thing took two minutes this trip is <laughs> for two weeks i know i followed you every day that you
8: were wait a second.
0: minute hold it hold it hold it Chad's what? gonna be very excited that you said two minutes he's just gonna love <laughs> that
5: <laughs> we no, he', well, he
3: flies thing. jets good lord it doesn't take long to do that they go fast <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh but i you know what i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the answer of For about 16 years, I've been eventing and only once have I ever gotten to get a horse all the way to training level, keeping it sound and sane and healthy. And for the first time, since I was 19 years old, I was able to take a horse from zero, from scratch, like from less than zero. My rescue thoroughbred, it was starvation I got from the sheriff's department after he was confiscated. And in the past year and a half, we have evented and I finally went training level this year. And I on my third one, I finally went clean Woo! and I finished in seventh place in Southern <laughs> California. And yeah, thank you. It was, it was something I've been working towards for so long. I've had two horses in the past that I've gotten so close and, and just weren't able to keep sound to do it. So this horse is a you know, he's become, he's part of the family now and he's definitely jet. He's just, he's part of my heart and it just, we got to spend such an awesome year together. So I picked the one that took the longest. <laughs> How's that? There you go. And oh. we're going to pre- go prelim <laughs> next year. I'll have that answer. We went prelim. You can do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: And she was getting tired of buying CO2 cartridges for her air vest. Um, that was the Helena <laughs> <laughs> B.
2: Well, I think, um, Geez, I've had a lot of stuff go down in 2012, but probably the best is uh, dropping 25 pounds off my little body.
7: Really? Oh, you're
0: cool. disgusting. Yeah. Wow. you She's oh. here, here to depress the rest of us. Yeah.
7: You didn't hear anybody cheering on that
5: one, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's now awesome, she's girl. in the
3: barnyard on Christmas Day in baggy pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's
2: right. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. I had um, I had a conversation with my knee surgeon in August, and basically the conversation went like this. Well, the screw in your knee is irritating it, and anytime you use your lateral lateral aids it's gonna hurt, so we can go back in and take it out or you can live with it, or you can straighten the leg up and see if it gets any better so me being the overachieving freak that I am hit the gym and just started pounding the the leg presses and then next thing I know, you know three pounds here, five pounds there and then. 25 pounds later, I just got into this groove and it's made such a big difference in my overall well-being. just eating right and being fit and rediscovering who I am. And, and I've always been an athlete. And you sometimes I think when life catches up with you, you forget who you are. You forget the core of who you are. And then these little accidents happen. They're happy accidents. And so it's sort of like the silver lining on that whole knee thing that happened last year.
0: Well, uh, the the Helena B. diet book is going to be available <laughs> in January. No diet book. No, because you know what? No, like to buy no.
2: no, because my diet includes Swedish fish for breakfast oh, and God. beef jerky <laughs> on the way home from the gym.
0: Now, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you lost 25 pounds. People would be thrilled with this diet.
2: That is they would. Insane, you're going to
8: make a million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: beef what is the Swedish all beef jerky, beef jerky diet? <fish> So what is what about <laughs> you?
6: Oh, God, I'm such a flake today. The same sort of thing, I think. I mean, nothing... Now, wait a minute. You not- were in
0: London for the Olympics. That has to be high.
6: Oh, my gosh. That was, yeah, but, yeah, that was great. And it was wonderful being in England during that time because I was one that, you know, the energy was amazing and it was exciting. But I didn't actually go to the Olympics, which I regret. And I should have taken my kids to something I, we should have you know got tickets and just gone to something or even just I don't know my my cousins went they um, did the lottery and got tickets to Roman Greco wrestling <laughs> and I was like "What?" <laughs> I was like why on earth would you go to that I mean, they're like we don't care it's the Olympics it's a once in a lifetime thing and I sort of wish I'd done that and said you're right you know we'll remember it for the rest of our lives but I didn't but I did get to watch everything on on telly and I, I did see every single horse and you know warm up and um i mean that was that was terrific i did enjoy that so but i think mostly i'm just learning (laughs) finally to enjoy everything to try and be slightly calm about things (laughs) like with my children i'm trying to set a good example not get too high too low and uh I don't know. I'm just working hard, being busy like Reese and loving it. And um, it's just, you know, everything is good. It's all good.
0: Very good. Thank you, Samantha. Who haven't I gone to yet? Who did I miss here? Alan and Tammy. Alan and Tammy. Who wants to start? Go
4: ahead, Alan. You might want to tell them it's your supper or your (laughs)
0: lunch
4: (laughs) you had or...
3: (laughs) I was just trying to think of some good places I ate this year, but I was, not, <laughs> <laughs> well, it just might have been about who I ate with, but I guess, uh, I don't know the, the, the most memorable part of this year was, uh, I guess where the, the best part of the, my life got to spend the. uh, summer with me this year. My wife, uh, for the first time in a long time, uh, as the kids were growing up, uh, when they were in grade school and middle school and stuff like that, as soon as they got out of school and my, my wife, Angie's a school teacher, uh, they, after they got out, we load up and we was on the road five, six, seven weeks, uh, going to rodeos from here to California and, you know, getting back just in time for them to go to school. Well, the kids got involved with some other stuff and, uh, my wife went on to, uh, a graduate school to get her master's and switch jobs and she's now in the library but this was the first summer in probably 10 years that she was able to just load up with me and take her horses and go to the rodeos We was on the road five weeks and uh two of those weeks we spent in mesquite, mesquite texas where my oldest son jacob works and runs that arena uh working those rodeos and so i guess uh, uh to me that was the most memorable part of this year was uh being able to spend time with, with family like that when uh, when you're doing what you like to do in rodeo.
0: It's sad to see him grow up and leave, and it, you're glad to see him grow up and leave. Both, huh?
3: Oh, exactly right. And uh, it's like my youngest son, Will, is now—he's uh, uh, on a full ride academic scholarship to Auburn University. He wants to go to vet school. And uh, one day, a couple of months ago, he had come home, and I was, you know, driving around, and I found this this big. Uh, This big old uh, uh, automobile dealership, car dealership, truck dealership that was empty. And I said, man, that'd make a great little, uh, uh, I say little, I said, that'd make a great place to have a a veterinary hospital or whatnot. He says, Dad, I ain't coming back home. I'm going to Texas. I said, God, I I thought I was going to get my horses worked on.
0: (laughs) Never works that way. Yeah, but good for him. Timmy. Glenn.
4: Ah, oh, that's a tough question. And it's so personal, Glenn. I Dang.
0: guess. Well, I <laughs> what think we've Ellen? Yeah. And why isn't them, Glenn
6: right? answering any of these questions?
4: Well, I can answer the
0: last one. I'll answer this one.
4: No, well, I've kind of already talked about it. You know, we're all so horsey, and that's what we live and we do every single day. And you just don't imagine your world without it. And then when you're suddenly faced with a world without it, it makes you look at yourself again and who you are, and and I just used to think that if I didn't kick all the other girls' butts, you know, at the local competition, or let them <laughs> win that buckle, or didn't go to that, the world would stop. And the world doesn't stop, you know. It keeps turning and it keeps going, and you just got to live your life the best you can. So, you know, I've I've put a lot of time into uh, my nonprofit that I um. Do I've managed to keep that going all year, and those girls have been great uh, for me to focus on. But yeah, I've I've really just been challenged personally, Glenn, and you know you kind of uh, you kind of have to create a life again for yourself, and you kind of have to say who I am. It does not uh, depend on what ribbon I got at the last or what buckle I got at the last competition. And that's been very hard for me this year. So I would say uh, this year has really challenged me to look at who I am and what I believe in. And and in the same time, it's been pretty exciting because – when you hinge your whole life on that last competition, it's a roller coaster ride. And when you learn to create a life that's not based on that, there's a lot, there's a lot of joy in that, too. So I wouldn't say it's been all bad, you know, but it's, it's been a challenge, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: sounds like we have a lot of hosts that are doing a lot of leveling out this year. Um, yeah, take know. note of that, Glenn. Yeah, I've <laughs> <laughs> been trying to get me to do that for 25 years. Wendy, how about you?
8: Um, I was in the same boat as Tammy is uh, I you know, I lost my father in two thousand and nine and then I kind of reorganized my life and I I this year I sent my horses away to the trainers and I did uh I spent a lot more time with my family this summer and um I was just really happy that I had that time because I was always, you know, kind of going, going nonstop and putting together a four in hand is like a full time job. Um, so I was really happy that I I had people that I trusted to take care of my horses and had the time to spend with my family and, um, did that. And, uh, you know, now I'm, I'm really happy in the way my life's going and I still have competitive goals, but I have kind of a different spin on things and I'm really happy with my personal life. Um, and I think my horses benefit from it because I'm a much more happy, stable person.
0: Well, uh, I, I would say, Jennifer, what's yours? And then
7: uh, mine was, and you only found out about this about two weeks ago.
0: Uh oh. I... I'm scared now. <laughs> oh, Kim, it's good we're recording this. I can edit it out. You may or may not have
7: been in the room when I told you. Um, She's, I, pregnant I... No, She's pregnant too. Well, She's That would be a miracle, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I signed up for my very first college course ever.
0: That's true. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, my
2: God.
7: Yeah.
4: (laughs) What is it? Um, Sound design for... You know, running soundboards. You'll be just fine because you know what happened to me? I came over here and got some extra college classes to do, and one of my first ones was American history, part two. And I'm like, y'all don't understand. (laughs) I don't have any American history, let alone part two. (laughs) (laughs) And I got through it just fine. So if this Australian can get through part two of American history, you can you can do whatever. This
7: <laughs> is going to be interesting. I was I was not a, I was not a stellar student, so uh, we'll see how it goes. You can, yeah. <laughs> it may next year on the All host show. It may be what was the
8: worst thing you did
7: in
11: 2013?
8: <laughs> <laughs> when you go back to school, it's that much better. You're like you know you're the geek in class that everybody hates because you're screwing up the curve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope you screw up a curve. I right?
8: hope so. yeah come on, wreck that curve for everybody else. <laughs>
0: I think mine has to be the move to Florida. Uh, we've, been, we've enjoyed it a whole lot since we've moved here. And actually, we moved here, and uh, Reese and Samantha ended up having one of the hottest years ever in Kentucky. They were much hotter than we were in Florida. <laughs> so so uh, we've, we've had a terrific year. We live in an equestrian community, and it's, it's a lot of fun. We live near – we actually had Thanksgiving with one of my relatives that lived a mile away, and that hasn't happened in 25 years. So it was uh, – it, it, and it's nice to see my wife get to ride her horse out the backyard out the back door in the 17 miles of trails and she has never been as happy as when she can trail ride right out the back door so i think the move to florida has has been wonderful and and uh we've been able to do a lot of things in florida that we wouldn't have been able to do before so i do miss samantha and reese up there and all our friends in lexington we do
9: miss you
8: we
0: just miss drinking with them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, we also we, happy
8: we, we, to florida glenn uh, and jennifer <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do get to see wendy a lot more that's for sure
8: when but, you need beach time you can always come to sarasota <laughs>
0: <laughs> well thank you all this we've run out of time it's uh we're actually an hour into this show we just want to thank our listeners we have some ter- terrific listeners from around the world that join some. us. We have, some, not, we have
7: some. A few. We have a few. Yeah. They're not all terrific.
4: Just some of them.
0: <laughs> they um, <laughs> they join us every week or every day, as the case may be, from around the world, and we really appreciate you listening. We appreciate you joining us on this holiday week. Uh, you can. We also, you know, we wish you a very happy holiday, no matter how you celebrate it. Uh, it is Christmas week here, so we, you know, we wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. For all of you uh, coming up here in the next week, uh, you can follow all of the different shows with all these different hosts on Facebook. You can find them all at horseradionetwork.com. And we're also on Twitter at horse radio. I want to thank all of the hosts too, for another terrific year of programming. As I said, we've interviewed over 3000 guests. Um, it's, it's been a, uh, it's, it's been a good time along the way. And, and I want to thank all of you for the hard work that you put in and, and uh, I wish you a very happy 2013 and hopefully next year when I ask the question, what's your most memorable thing you did this year personally, that you have a bunch of really cool ones. So uh, everybody say happy or Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
6: Merry
0: Christmas. Merry
1: Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> merry Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light From now on, Our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a marriage